0: and welcome back to another special episode of GoCast. This time we're sitting down with Pokémon Go YouTuber Zoe2dots. I'm here with Ness. Hello. And obviously Zoe's here. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Thank you so much for joining us, Zoe. We're really thrilled to have you here.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. We are tickled to bits. Oh, <gasps> I've never heard that phrase before. I like
0: that. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is going to be great. I can already tell. Okay. <laughs> Zoe, you are a Pokemon Go YouTuber, mm-hmm. and basically, you make videos about Pokemon Go informational stuff, a lot of like travel vlogs, like, you know, just kind of like riding shotgun on your adventures as you tricks. go out and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And both of us have watched, I don't know, I, don't, I can't even probably put a number to it. Countless. I've watched a lot of your videos. We've watched a lot of your videos together.
1: <laughs> We're big <laughs> Thanks, fans. Thanks, Appreciate
0: that. Yeah. Um, so it kind of begs the question what, what about Pokemon? do you love so much
1: oh goodness i honestly think this was just one of those things that was like pokemon came out when i was five or six it started airing in australia so it was just like perfect prime placement for watching the cartoon shows and the uh, pokemon trading cards that came out with that were just all the rage at school to the point where they got banned at our school (laughs) that it was just such a massive part of my childhood like actually going back through like moving house a little while ago, going back through like my old, like, oh, I found my kindergarten books. And in there is like, for Christmas, I would like a Game Boy and Pokemon. And (laughs) so it's just honestly been like since then, five or six years old, it's been part of my life. I think the characters are so engaging. The story of like the anime is really accessible for boys, girls, like anyone, kids, adults, like it's just easy to get in and have fun with. So I think Pokemon in general has always been in some way in my life for like, I suppose, my conscious existence and, you know, having recalled memory and stuff. And just, they've always stuck with me. It's just always been games that I've played throughout my life. And then when Go came out, it was like that, you know, reinvigoration. Like I played through X and Y, loved them. Couldn't, you know, my heart wasn't fully in it for sun and moon for whatever reason. And then when like Go, I was like, yes, 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 yes. Like happy days. It's my childhood again. Get out and catch some
2: Pokemon or something. Every adult that grew up with Pokemon. Yeah yeah Which yeah so absolutely into
0: it. what about sun and moon did you not particularly or like what didn't grab i don't know because like-
1: the story was still interesting like i was really interested right. in lily and her story and stuff but usually if i'm like when i'm playing a pokemon game i don't really put it down and not come back to it and i just put it down and just kind of went off and did other stuff and i was like oh, i really should finish that but didn't have that pull to do it like maybe i just had too much on at the time outside of like work and pokemon go and uh the youtube stuff but I don't know. I, I've watched the playthrough of the story though. So I do like know ultimately what does happen. And maybe that kind of like filled that void for playing it. But I don't know what wasn't like pulling me back into it. I can't pinpoint it because it was enjoyable. I love all of the Pokemon in that generation. Like Fermentis is one of my favorites now. There's so many really well-designed Pokemon in there.
0: Yeah, that's fair. This, I think generation five was left bad for me. Mm. I played through the games, but like, don't recall like anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's so many from five I don't recall. I'm pretty sure.
0: Just kind of a big, big black Void. hole. Yeah. <laughs> the Pokemon yeah. recall
2: for sure. See, I stopped playing after generation one. Oh. So as Pokemon Go is rolling out new generations. Yeah. I'm learning about it every single time because I just don't, I don't know. I never picked it up after that. Yeah. That's awesome though. That you get to like, you would see so many new things and Be excited by them, be like, I've never
1: seen that. That's amazing. Like, yeah,
2: every time a new shadow shows up on the radar, I'm like, what is this?
1: this? (laughs) What is that? (laughs) That's like my partner, Alan. He never really played or watched much Pokemon as a kid. And I'm finally like getting him back into Go. Like, he took, you know, he played it when it first came out because I twisted his arm and he's kind of getting back into it and enjoying (laughs) it now. And he'll be like, oh, what is this? He's fantastic. Like, Piplup, like, Piplup blew his mind. He was like, it's a little penguin boy. He's me to me every them. single time
2: anything comes out. I'm yeah. like, what is this? That's fantastic. Look at yeah, that. It looks like awesome. an ice cream cone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, kind of, I kind of envy players like that, though, yeah. in, in, in a way. You know what Definitely. I mean? It's a wide
1: world of wonder. Yeah. In that aspect, though, I'm really enjoying in Go how much you can actually see around the Pokemon. like Especially in the photo modes, when you can get around underneath. You're like, oh, I didn't know that this had this on its back. Or... Elekid, I didn't realize Elekid had like the two little holes in his like, he's like a power socket head. I didn't realize it had the two holes through it until I was rotating in go. I was like, how did I just not notice this? Yeah. Or like Bonsley has like a little pot plant hole at the bottom of his like legs. Like what? Like things you've never seen before. I'm like, this is fantastic. Little design elements that it's never seen.
0: So much more appreciation for that as we find out more about it. Yeah. Also, like, they're just so much bigger because you can, like, manipulate them, especially like you were saying, like, with Go Snapshot yeah. right now, too. You know, being able to, like, move them around and stuff like that. Like, oh, Okay. Didn't realize that Waylord was bigger than my house, but I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <You know. laughs>
2: Especially with the new one that's come out, it actually tells you that you're too close to the Pokemon. I have Android, so I've had access yeah. to the new I'm AR jealous. snapshot um, for the past few days. But it'll tell you if you're too close to the Pokemon, then you have to actually physically yeah. back up to be able to see it because it's so big. I think I yeah. put Waylord downstairs in our kitchen.
0: You that's tried. A, I
2: tried to, but he was too big. No, 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 no. That's amazing. Cause I, um,
1: I got to try it out in San Fran, but I've got iOS. So I'm like waiting for the rollout and I'm like, I know what I'm missing right. out on. <laughs> oh my God. But mm-hmm, I was like trying yeah. to get underneath them. And it's like, no, 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 no,
0: <laughs> back up <They're> too close. <laughs> okay. You mentioned that your trip to San Francisco, I think now is as perfect a time as ever to mention this, um, or to ask mm-hmm. this question rather. So you've recently been picked up as a sponsored influencer by Niantic, which is... That's awesome. That's really, really it's awesome. awesome. It's yeah. really
2: cool. It's
1: crazy.
0: Um, how do you feel about that? Like, what was your experience with that? You're like in kind of like wave two of the Pokemon Go influencers, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much, I think. Like, it's weird and wild and wonderful. Like, it's such a weird... So I suppose like to get to this point for GoFest last year, I kind of like emailed them. I was like, Hey, you know, I'm like Zoe from Australia. I make Pokemon Go videos. Like, can I get tickets to come to GoFest and stuff? And didn't hear back, didn't hear back. And I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not on their radar. Like I bought my own ticket. The community like helped fund the trip and things like that. And got over there, briefly met the community manager, Liz, like really, really briefly. Super lovely. You know, when I separate ways, then the Akoska Safari Zone came up and I'm like, oh my God, this is such a risk. Like I don't have all of the funds for this trip, but like Nick and Reversal and Holly, they were like, yeah, let's travel around for the rest of the month and film. And, you know, I'm like that's a crazy opportunity to miss. So I was like, I'm going to take the risk, put together like all my savings, go over again got super lucky ran into the community manager liz we ended up like spending half the day together hanging out at the safari zone catching stuff because she was you know busy kind of minding the film crew and being with them and kind of chaperoning them i was just like do you want to go catch some stuff she's like yeah let's go i'm like yes so (laughs) got to know her better like got to get a bit of insight into you know where their team was going for expanding with the creator stuff and i'm like i would like to be involved if there is ever that as an option and, you know, patiently waiting to just kind of hear anything. Pick
2: me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then, you know, all got verified, approved, make sure I wasn't crazy on Twitter or something, you know, posting massive rants, get verified to know that you're a good egg, essentially. And then, yeah, it was like, hey, get involved, get amongst it. Like, you know, got added to the group, brought over for San Francisco as well, which is just like, it's been insane. Like all this has happened in the last couple of months. So it's been a massive change, like a lot of different ways to like, you know, uh, change my workflow and things like that as well. But just to be, I suppose, noticed and included feels incredible because I feel like I'm kind of one of only a handful of people that's representing Australia. And then I suppose a lot of like this Australia slash New Zealand, Mm -hmm. because I don't really think there's a creator in New Zealand that I'm aware of anyway. And then another slice, like female representation and things like that. So I'm really, really excited to be able to show my little pocket of the world and give that feedback because we all play in such different ways. Like just even taking the feedback from everyone about the new community day, like time switches, everyone's saying it's the best or the worst thing, but we all have such different experiences that I'm really excited to be able to like share Mm -hmm. kind of like how we play and stuff too. So it's exciting and it's scary
2: (laughs) and it's good. I yeah. Imagine. So you kind of mentioned in that vein, you are newer to the scene. You're in Australia, which is very far off base from a lot of the other YouTubers that are around, you know, the US. Yeah. So do you find that you have any unique obstacles or challenges that you face, either being in Australia, being mm-hmm. a woman doing YouTube? What do you got going on?
1: I think I'm pretty lucky being in Australia and being, I suppose, female in Australia, I definitely mm-hmm. feel a massive difference. Like filming solo in, like when I've been in the States, just I suppose like the vibe and social vibe is a lot different. People are like, oh, don't go there by yourself at night or don't do that or don't go to those parks and things like that. Whereas in Australia, it's a bit less like that. Like you can just go and sure. raid at night and not have to be like, oh, like if there's someone lurking in the shadows kind of feel.
0: One hand on your wallet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like that's, I've never had to think about that, like being out raiding and stuff. I mean, obviously, you take general personal safety and like, you're like, oh, I'm going to go down the dark alley, but <laughs> you probably could and it would be fine in Australia, depending where sure. you are. So I suppose I think it's probably a benefit to be in Australia and to be one of the few people here because I don't have to, I suppose, compete with, you know, five other people in Long Beach or at the Santa Monica Pier or whatever it might be. Say if someone wanted a different flavor or to see a different, you know, our seasons are always opposite. So what I'm doing for raids is going to be completely different to what someone in the snow is doing for raids. And I think being able to show that, it's, a, I suppose it's a fairly different experience, like Australia to the States and then to a lot of like Europe, European countries as well. I kind of enjoy that it is different and I can show a different slice of stuff. Sometimes I get kind of stuck on what to show because I'm like, oh, that's boring But then the viewers are like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Like, what? Like, that's a thing that you have. I'm like, oh, okay. I just see that every week. I need to try and, like, take those goggles off and view it as, like, a tourist in my own hometown kind of thing. So, yeah.
0: So, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because one of the things that I wanted to know is that uh, today I went back and I looked through... Uh, just like, you know, see what your oldest videos were all about mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Cause I've been, I've been watching for a long time, but not for four years, which is four, four plus years is when your, your channel was first started. And your first thing was just a, it was a travel vlog to Japan. Yeah. And then eventually, two years after that, when this game came out, when Pokemon Go came out, you switched to Pokemon Go. Yes. So that got me thinking. I was curious. Did you have different plans for your like YouTube presence, career direction prior to Pokemon Go coming out?
2: Yeah.
1: I always like, I, I've always been into gaming, so I always was like interested in like how can I do like the gaming thing on YouTube because I really enjoyed watching people play video games. I've always enjoyed video games. I suppose the limitation was not having the hardware for like, you know, capture cards or a PC like to actually record video games. And I was like, how do I even do that? At the same time I was like doing uni, so I was studying to become a graphic designer and things like that. And I always wanted somehow to I don't know, have games and things like that incorporated in the future for my work, but I didn't really know how. And then when Pokemon Go came out, I was like, oh, dude, I've got a camera. I've got a phone. I don't need a capture card. I don't need a PC. I don't need like certain consoles to, you know, do that. You can film and play the game as you go. And it was just kind of like, yeah, I'm doing that. So I started like filming all this prep work and I was like, yeah, cool. I'm gonna like, you know, start promoting the channel, be like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And then like that week, Pokemon Go dropped in Australia early. And I was like, "Oh Lord!" Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, pretty much from that, like from the first day, I was putting videos out, but um, I was already so far behind in like the prep for people even knowing that I had a channel. That it took pretty much until I did the international decks episode for Nick. Like, my channel was teeny tiny until that, and then overnight, it was like, "Hi, you've got a thousand humans that are somehow invested in you now." I am like, "Oh, okay."
2: hi
0: for sure hello no stress. Like,
2: Hello. welcome <laughs>
1: what do you guys need or want i don't know what to do i brought like i brought snacks and videos do you like, need food do you need yeah. to sleep what do you need you like, okay? do whatever you want and i'm like but what do you want <laughs> what do i
0: do so i mean but look at you now you're sitting at 33,000, 33, 000, 33 yeah. and a half something like that yeah yeah that's that's incredible
1: this last year's been crazy
0: I'm sure. It's been wild. Where'd you see the biggest uptick? Like, where's your most success been?
1: It was probably since GoFest that's just kind of like not stopped. So just before April, or so just on April last year, I went to Japan with Alan. So I was doing a whole bunch of stuff in Japan and like just hit 10k as I was coming back from Japan then. And probably after that point, like leading up to GoFest and just having that I think presence with the other creators and things like that being in their videos. And it's like, oh, hey, it's that girl from the Nick video, like a thousand months ago. Oh, she's in this, she's popping up here and there and those kind of things organically. And then becoming better friends with them as well. Like, you know, actually meeting in person is a lot more involved than just on messages or on social media and stuff. And it's like, hey, you're fun. Like let's film more stuff together from GoFest on then plus the Japan stuff in Yokosuka. That was where it really just started to keep climbing after that and you know learned a lot from them in terms of like having a better idea of how and when to put videos up or um what certain like trends to follow and things like that so that was really helpful as well to kind of keep me motivated to put out more stuff more consistently as well
2: so yeah it's been wild so Is there a particular YouTuber that's helped you the most in your journeys? It's really interesting because it's like I suppose at each stage it's been
1: someone different. Like honestly, I owe a lot to Nick for like I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I've seen you doing this international decks thing. Can I do an episode for you? And he could have just said no or ignored the email or anything like that. But he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like let's let's do it. Like go for it. So that was like the first initial like blip, like kind of put me Mm -hmm. into this little spike. Like I've got so many of my good eggs are from that little bunch that came in right at the start. I love that you call them good eggs. They're so good. I love them. (laughs) (laughs) And they've just like (laughs) honestly stuck with it since. So they're just like such good people. So that is like a massive chunk. And then soon after that, like Reversal uh, found me, shouted me out on like a live stream. He was like, I'm not going to end the live stream until like all of you go and sub to her. That was like another blip of good eggs came in. And then I suppose in the long term, I probably know Nick and Reversal the best, probably Reversal more so now because we have like a really similar sense of humor. Like, we'll just kind of like chat outside of the game and stuff as well for just like, did you see this stupid meme? And things <laughs> like that. So, but if I'm having like a really frustrated, if I'm like, oh God, I can't think of a video title, I can just send him a message, and be like, oi, here's the concept. Like, you're the clickbait king. No, i joking. <laughs> like, can you help me with a title for this or whatever?
0: I mean, he, admit, he admits that, so. Yeah,
1: he's, yeah. <laughs> he gets good, like, grabby titles and stuff. So I was like, yeah. but as, as a friend thing as well, like, just to have someone who knows the industry and, like, knows what you're making. Because, like, I can talk to my partner about, like, whatever. I'm like, oh, this is stressing me out. But, like, he doesn't know the technical side, I suppose, of YouTube and of Pokemon. So to have, like, a friend that's also a creator, that you can be like, I'm having a terrible day. And please help. And he's like, Yeah, no worries. Like that's really good.
0: What inspires your contents? Like when you're facing down the day and you're like, I'm gonna make a video today. Mm. And you're starting at square one from the drawing board. This is probably the (laughs) hardest question to ask any creator. Seriously, yeah. Uh, and a lot of I'm sure just like kind of relies on like what just happened news wise or update wise.
1: Sporadic inspiration. Where do you start for sure? You just like (laughs) 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 spin around
0: until you're dizzy and then you fall over and wake up like I got it. Okay, this
1: is the thing. If I'm lucky, I will think of something in advance. Like if I'm really lucky, I'll have an idea while there's still stuff going on. So like say for this weekend, I'm covered because there's Latias raids, there's clam pearl stuff, there's going to be like potential shiny water types. That's kind of going to take care of itself for two to three videos. Happy days. If I'm lucky, I'll get inspired during that time for like, oh, I should do a video on this. I'm really bad at like getting certain video ideas. Like Especially if there's a lull in stuff, I'm like, ah oh, and i'll start like second guessing like I'm like no one wants to see this no one wants to see this and they're like can you just do some raids and we'll be chill with that like we just want to see stuff i'm like oh okay yeah I could, I could just do a normal day and go and catch some stuff like people still find that enjoyable but i think because we've been so spoiled with like these raids are here and this shiny's here like you get into a habit of like doing those big videos and then when there's something quiet for a few days you're like oh my god what do i do like oh normal content Zoe just go and catch some stuff it's fine but honestly a lot of my inspiration comes from just like stupid conversations or jokes about stuff like the impersonation series came as a joke from like the GoFest dinner we were sitting around the table and I just started like mimicking Brandon's accent and then Holly and like doing everyone's like (laughs) hey guys reversal here like copying everyone's thing being stupid and I was like oh my god that would be the dumbest, best idea for a video. And stuff yes. like that is what genuinely inspires me for stuff like the green screen stuff. I was like, what if I could actually do this with Pokemon in real life? It's just so out of nowhere that I wish it was more mm-hmm. consistent, but at least when it comes to me, it's generally okay. Like, it's pretty good stuff. But
0: yeah. Those impression videos were like some of my favorite, Absolutely, <laughs> They favorite were funny. Videos. It was oh so
1: fun to film. Yeah, I bet. I felt like an absolute tool. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like going out dressed up with like my hair all slicked back for Brandon and I had to like I looked so if someone saw me from behind I would have looked like I've been beaten with a stick like because I had to get my hair oh, no. in a particular way and wearing like similar clothes I was like like just trying and hide but it was fun it was a good challenge
0: I think it's really cool though that like you were able to do that and everybody was so chill I mean yeah you couldn't get away with that in a lot of other gaming communities like Pokemon and like every single creator we've talked to it's light and day for like the other stuff that we've covered for podcast material in the past Mm. and things like that. Like, it's just incredible.
1: Yeah. I was like slightly, I'm like, I hope they all take this well as a joke because like, then they're all like super lovely people again, meeting them uh, in Chicago. And you're like, oh, awesome. Like, I'm so glad someone's not like a secret monster. Like everyone is super lovely, super easy to get along with. So I'm like, I'm sure they'll all take this as it's intended. And they did. They had a good laugh with it as well. So I'm very, very glad about that because I love humor. And I think a massive part of Australian humor is making fun of yourself and other people. And it's never meant to be like malicious. But a thing that I noticed when I was in the States is a lot of my sarcasm doesn't seem to land with everyone. Like it's really hit and miss. Like people be like, oh, okay. And I'm like, that's a joke. I'm so sorry. That would have sounded horrible if you didn't think that was a joke. (laughs) So that was what was kind of making me concerned. I was like, okay hopefully the mass majority gets this. And yeah, sure. I'm glad yeah. it, it went
2: down really good. So. So what is your biggest accomplishment as an influencer? Oof. Holy dooly. Um, honestly, I, I think know, just it's landing them. Real yeah. High. Like okay, what's the best <laughs> moment of your life ever? And it's like, ah, uh,
1: honestly, I think, I think a massive achievement for like my channel and stuff has been the community. Like I am genuinely blessed to have so many just good humans. Going through other people's comments section can is like, oh my gosh, like very chalk and cheese. Like it's all very yes or very no. If I have something polarizing or something like that, like of course there's always going to be like the weirdos that want to comment stuff or someone that has a very strong opinion. But for the most part, my community is pretty chill. Like they're really open-minded. Like if I put something to them that's challenging, but I give context, they're like, you know what? I disagreed with that. But you explained that in a cool way. Like they can actually admit that they're like, you know what? That's a good point. Or that's something to listen to. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, it's such an anomaly. Like it blows my mind. I think that's honestly been like the best thing is just, I don't know how it's happened. I don't know if it's because of how I am. And if someone is being unreasonable that I just kind of like shut it down or like, I'm like, no, don't do that. Let's address it or let's educate people or whatever it might be. I don't know what has been specifically facilitating it but that can com- like my community is just so stupidly lovely and I'm like I got to protect this like this is fantastic so yeah
2: how do you deal with the negativity that pops up
1: ah uh, it really depends like it really really depends on what the content of the negativity is like if someone's being a troll I'm like well, whatever mate like okay roll on have a good day Um, If someone's trying to like make stuff up or be aggressive or, you know, be inappropriate, I'll sometimes just respond to it in like a sassy kind of way, where it's just like answering their question, but like, like, you know, you're wrong or things like that, or just ignoring it. Like sometimes it is hard to ignore or delete or to mute people. Sometimes it's satisfying to mute people because they still keep screaming and <laughs> typing their really offensive stuff, but it's not going anywhere, and they can't see. Really. And you're like, ha ha ha, no one can see your comments. But yeah, it really depends. Sometimes it's very satisfying to respond to someone and be like, you're wrong, and then to not, you know, let people walk over you for certain things. It really, really depends on the on the context, though, because I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion. If someone's just like, I think this sucks, and this is why, it's like, oh well, yeah, okay, that's your experience. That's fine. But if someone's, like, harassing you or doing stuff like that, it's like, no, 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 no. You don't get to say this in this space. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Shut sure. them down.
0: Yeah. I think it's so cool that you're, like, so protective about, like, just your, your fan base and stuff. Like, giving mm. them giving them the name, like, Good Eggs and stuff like that is really awesome because it creates, like, that real connection that you really feel. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people in your situation are just like, wow, 30K? Right. It's, a, it's a big gymnasium. It's just packed <laughs> full of people. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Like
0: it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's hard to keep track and keep it like human like that and I, that's really awesome. So having that been the thing that you pointed to is like your biggest accomplishment having just such a great community and stuff like that. Do you have a big goal in mind that you have for yourself in the future?
1: I I want to keep like growing the the size of the channel like definitely. Just I suppose like plain and simple at the moment it's not essentially at the point where it's a full-time job like it's full-time hours but I'm not able to completely sustain myself on it so I'm doing like a lot of juggling like I've gotten back to a like casual job on the side and that takes away hours from the creative content that I really really enjoy so ultimately I want to get it to a space where it's like secure enough to be the full-time income so that I can keep making like quality stuff for people and not sacrificing covering certain things or creating certain things because I have to go and do something else for for income or things like that I suppose outside of that, I really kind of want to push myself this year to make um, a, f- a few more like really seriously like insanely cinematic videos, like something that just kind of like really – I'm so excited for like the Ghost Snapshot, oh my goodness. Like mm-hmm. com- combining the green screen stuff with more complex animation stuff and like a cinematic travel thing altogether. Like I've got a few things in mind that I really am like I want to nail this. Where I kind of dabbled with last year – and learned a lot more last year, but I really want to do a couple, like maybe five big, just crazy, stupid videos. So I don't know how it's going to work. I hope it works. I kind of, I know in my head how it needs to happen, but the execution is going to be a different thing. So yeah, I think just, yeah, overall growth and keep it going. Like everything's been so fun and so positive this far. I just, yeah want to keep it going.
2: So we have some questions from some of our listeners. One of our friends, Tyler, wants to know, when you leave to play, do you have a plan? So what sort of things do you prioritize Ooh. when you go out for the day?
0: You know, especially considering your time is so precious, you know, you've yeah. you got a side job, you're working so hard on your channel and stuff like that.
1: Um, It really depends on the day. So if I'm going out to film, like if I'm smart, <laughs> I will have a plan in. And if I want to set myself up for being stressed out, no, I don't. Uh, which I do frequently because I'm a goose, but um, I will usually, yeah, have a plan. So, say if it's like today, like this morning, it's like, okay, we have to do all these raids before uh, one of our friends is going to Sydney and stuff in the afternoon. So it's like, yep, cool, we're gonna meet here at 8:30. We're gonna do raids. Like that's the priority is X, Y, and Z, um, that kind of thing. If it's just me by myself and I'm not filming, for me, I have, I suppose, a priority on getting gifts for people. So I've got a whole bunch of like Patreon supporters who are on my friends list. And I try to send them gifts at least once or twice a week. So that's like, okay, I need to go out today and get 50 gifts to send off to those guys. I'm trying to level up with some uh, Latin American players for a tournament as well. So like I've got an alarm set to remember to open gifts from them to keep leveling up. But I suppose generally if the the gifts are done and things like that, I don't have a a hard plan. Like I don't have to do my one raid per day or I don't, you know, focus too hard on all that. I'll just go spin some stops, get some items, catch a few bits and pieces and if I see something like a raid, I'll go and grab it. I like to keep on top of my daily streaks and daily tasks because I really enjoy those. But otherwise, I'm not too, not too strict with the plan.
0: Fair enough. So one of our other listeners, his name is Blum Boy. He wanted to know specifically about how your distance medal was coming along.
1: Oh, that's my, oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah, he, boy. He noted, <laughs> Let me flex my badge. That, uh,
0: yeah, that, that you were like one of the only people that like actually goes out and tries to grind that one out. I
1: love it. It's like the one badge that I'm like, yes, I can have this the best. Everyone else can have all your crazy <laughs> catches and crazy spins. Like I don't live somewhere that's super like, you know, densely spawned or whatever it might be. Like sure. I can't get in gyms all the time. So I'm like distance mine. Uh, my distance <laughs> is on. Forty-three million four hundred sixteen thousand two hundred and forty-two. So forty-three no. and a million. No. Yeah. Are
0: you kidding? Wow. No, nah, I'm like I'll hold it up
1: to verify if you want. Like it's. Ooh, no, focus uh, on no, it. I believe but you. Yeah. I just, I,
0: <laughs> I believe you, but it's still unbelievable. <laughs> I love
1: the distance badge. <laughs> I think my wow. friends hate me because they save all their eggs to trade me, and they're like, "When are you back in Australia so I can give you these eggs?" I'm like, "I'm
2: sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry."
0: That's amazing.
2: So what's one piece of advice that you would give players? Ooh. Just blanket advice. Overall, full stop. Okay.
1: Have fun. It ain't that serious. It's a free game. Like, I think in general, like, uh, for all of us at some point, it gets to a point where it's like, the Latias raid weekend and I can't get out and raid and like that that fixation Mm -hmm. and stress on getting out to be included or the fear of missing out on certain things. And like a same thing for me, like when I was working full-time, it was like, I'm not going to get, like I only had one Raikou, one Suicune and stuff like that for months. I think being able to sometimes just step back and go like, it's okay. If I skip out on this thing, I can trade for it later. It's going to come back. Like pretty much everything does come back in the game. So if it is at the point where the game is stressing you out, it's probably time to just be like, I need a weekend off to just chill and like, you know, enjoy me for a bit. Other than that, it really depends on what your goal is, I guess. Trade more distance now.
0: You mentioned the the fear of missing out and stuff like that, too. Yeah. How about advice not to just players, but like what about other content creators that are maybe starting out and they can't Mm -hmm. even rely on their channel to be part time and they're doing full time work, you know, uh, 40 plus hours a week at their job. And like they miss every single community day like and they want to get to make content for it. If you were in that position, maybe you've been. I'm sure you've been in that position before multiple times. That was the first year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did did you deal with that? Like, what did you do?
1: That was, so my first year of the channel really was, um, like, the game dropped when I was at my work desk and I was like, I'm going on lunch, bye. Like, it was, like, yeah, 40 hours plus of full-time work then plus probably 8 to 12 hours like doing the YouTube videos. So after work, on the weekends, things like that, like, it was a massive time sink. It pulls, like, a lot of your energy like from social, stuff like if you have a partner or significant other like it's going to put stress on your time with them Um, especially if they're not playing the game and things like that it's rough like if you want if you want it to be like i want to make videos for whatever it might be or if you're getting ready to become you know the next you know wizards unite creator or whatever it might be it is an absolute grind but just keep doing it if it is what you want like keep consistent keep uploading and no matter how many hours you're putting into it, try as best as you can not to be absolutely gutted when it only gets 100 views and one comment, because that's the reality. When you start out, like you might spend eight hours on a video, but then it gets 30 views and you're like, oh, sick. That was and yeah. it hurt. like, it hurts. Like, there's no way to sugarcoat it. Like my first video, I was like, yeah, Pokemon Go. Oh, my feelings. Like, you know, it was a very quick learning curve of like, just have to keep doing it slowly. You'll find new people. Networking with other people is really, really good too. So like, don't just tag everyone that makes videos and be like, check out my vid. Cause that doesn't give us any <laughs> context. Like a, a great example would be like, um, I'm, I couldn't even give you an example of the people who do that because I, I don't remember their names. They just spam tag you in stuff and you ignore it because you're being spam right. tagged with 30 other creators. You don't look at it. One great example was um, Pop Punk. Uh, he's like an AR photographer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pop Punk Space. Yeah, tagged me in a thing. And he was like, "Hey, I recently did an AR photo guide, and I thought you might like these photos because I photographed X, Y, and Z." And I was like, "Cool, you've given me a bit of background about what this is about. You've told like AR photography is something that I personally am interested in." So he's targeted me, not you know, tagging uh, someone else who doesn't do that. And then I was like, "Cool, that sounds interesting. I'm gonna click on watch this video." And you know, now it's like. I know what he's doing. I can share his photos. I've got him as a friend on Pokemon Go. Like he took the time to kind of make it more detailed and less like not spammy kind of thing. So if you want to kind of get in a network, like do it in that way. Like actually, you know, if you want to have feedback on your AR photos, tag the people who do that rather than spamming or actually like get in and make a friendship with people rather than saying hey can you shout out my vid and it takes time like it is as i say it's a massive grind but it will get there if you want it so
0: yeah i think you're kind of the poster child for a lot of people especially in the pokemon sphere for content creation about like starting from from nowhere and like taking mm. the advice you, you just gave which is it's rare <laughs> 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 all the advice that they give yeah uh, <laughs> But like, yeah, like making those real connections. Sure. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like I could have gone and spammed Reversal and Nick and Brandon every single week and annoyed the hell out of them on Twitter. And it would have gotten me probably nowhere. Like maybe they'd be like, oh, it's that Australian chick. Like, yeah, whatever. Hi. (laughs) But like reaching out to Nick with a full email saying, hello, good sir. Like I noticed you're doing this thing. (laughs) Can I do this thing too? It's way more detailed. It's personalized. You know, the person gets to know a bit about you. I think that ultimately works better for getting amongst it if you want to get involved. Yeah.
0: So you mentioned you mentioned like your biggest piece of advice for players in general, just to kind of like rewind a little bit was Hmm. just have fun was was the big deal. Don't worry about too much stuff. But as far as the game goes in general, do you have a a favorite aspect if you had to kind of narrow it down to like one of the things you do? I know you mentioned you send lots of gifts. But like, what about raids and stuff? Like, where do, how do you? What's your favorite way to spend time in the game?
1: So I love hatching eggs. Totally unrelated to the distance thing. Um, no, I, uh, I suppose it's kind of tied <laughs> into that as well in the main series games as well. I suppose it's a different flavor of egg hatching in the main series, where you can you kind of like hatching for IVs or to give someone else a new Pokemon and things like that. I still really enjoy hatching eggs, um, which gets a bit rough on the old uh, iTunes cards and things like that. So I try not to spend like you know put too much money into the game and stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 this is, you know, don't. But I really love hatching eggs. I really, what else? I like, I'm enjoying PvP. I've always sucked at PvP, to be honest. Again, in the main series games, I'd pick my favorite Pokemon. And even if they were super ineffective, I would just power them up to the point where they could take on the Elite Four even though it was like, why, okay, why you got a weasel in the Elite Four? Or, you know, <laughs> it. It's like, I, I like him. He's a great little floaty weasel. Thank you. But I, it was just the Pokemon that I loved. So with PvP and Go, I'm learning a lot more for like proper, you know, type effectivenesses and strategies a bit more, things like that. Raids are fun. They get very like, raids are, I think, I find raids really fun in other cities um, because Newcastle is very car raids. It's all very spread out. So like there'll be a few great clusters where there's four gyms together, four gyms over there, and then 15 minutes away, there's four gyms over there. So you can't walk raid, unless you're like right in the city, you can't really walk raid in Newcastle. So kind of like after sitting in a car the whole day, you're like, okay, I just want to stretch my legs, like, you know, walk around in Pokemon Go. I think overall, just like getting out, exploring, looking for shinies, hatching stuff, like I'm so desperate to hatch more shiny babies. It's ridiculous. So. That's kind of like I I like everything in nice little bits and pieces in the game.
0: You're still doing the baby league thing, aren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. I love my babies. So um, actually the the <laughs> comp that's the comp that's coming up with the um like the Latin American creators, it's going to be entirely baby league. So it's going to be all online PvP like tournament proper. So we're all that's trying awesome. to get the ultra fence together, and it's all going to be baby league. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get involved.
2: <laughs> yeah. Someone say like, yeah, baby Pokemon right right there, yeah. That's kind Perfect. of how we battle with PvP. I don't really battle him seriously because he goes too hardcore on it. So mm. whenever we, <laughs> whenever we're grinding out our battles, we usually pick a theme. So yes, we'll do like I love master, doing Master, like everything has to mm-hmm. be yellow, or it has to yes. start with the letter B, or it has to be a baby. <laughs> I love that. That's, That's why I do that good. with Alan. I'm like only shinies under 100 CP.
1: Yes, or just like <laughs> has to be yeah, pink and look like a circle or just yeah, weird. Yeah, combinations. I love it.
0: Okay, that kind of brings us to our our last question here. Before we jump into something different, we'll get to that in a minute, though. Hard question. What's your favorite Pokemon?
1: Togepi. Next. I'm joking. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Togepi is
0: my absolute Yes, I I knew the answer already, but (laughs) (laughs) what about Togepi? What What's it about?
2: It's an egg. Honestly, I think I
0: think
1: because it's been my favorite since I was a kid. I genuinely think it was just that anticipation, like Misty's carrying this egg around for like an entire season. I'm like, what's in the egg? Show us. Right. And just when it hatched into like this little beautiful, happy, like I was like, oh my God, it's him. I love him. Like I was just sold immediately. Like I was just the cutest, he's still an egg. happiest.
0: It's the yeah. <laughs>
1: Exactly. It's like he's still the egg. Like I think just from that point, I was just like, what a cool pokemon and then it just kind of sat in the back of my brain for forever and someone's like what's your favorite i'm like <gasps> what is my favorite i'm like oh, it's gotta be togepi like it's, it's just awesome the in there since childhood so yeah the og good egg it's so happy <laughs> and so sassy and then just like so fussy i love i love togepi
0: so are <laughs> you into the evolutions at all or no
1: yeah tick is like mm, kind of like the lanky mm-hmm. awkward teenage phase i guess it's fine Togekiss is cool. <laughs> I think Togekiss is pretty awesome. Like,
0: sure. it's sure. not bad. But most middle evolutions, kind of.
1: Yeah, they're a bit rough. Some of them, yeah. except for War- uh Yeah, War Turtle. He's. cool.
0: Oh, yeah, War Turtle's rad. Yeah, he he's sure like is. the
1: best middle evolution. He's great.
0: I would I agree. appreciate
1: him more as an adult.
0: <laughs> yeah, if only you can like. If you could distill Charmeleon's attitude out of him, I might feel a little bit different about Charmeleon.
2: Uh, I mean, he's still kind of is that what makes like him great? Dorky looking guy, though. I guess
0: so.
2: <laughs> I kind of like the dorkiness.
0: I identify real heavily, you know. <laughs> all right, all right, okay, all right. We're gonna do something different with you that we've never done an interview before. Okay, we're gonna do a lightning round set of questions. Mm-hmm. Ness and I are just gonna shoot a match you because a lot of these have to do with with Australian Australian culture. We have a personal friend that lives in Australia. Uh, we know a bit nice. about it, so mm-hmm. we know questions to ask. And only according to the statistics for our podcast, 9% <laughs> of our listener base is from Australia. So Aussie, they'll get Aussie, a kick Aussie. out of this too, hopefully. Yeah, it's, it's nice. awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, we saw that. We're like,
0: we have to get Zoe on. <laughs>
2: yeah, we have to treat these Australians. So right. this might get messy. It might it. get there. Yeah.
0: yeah. So we're going to try to uh, you know, lighten you around. So we'll ask you and you just shoot off an answer and we'll move on right on to the next question.
2: Yeah. Sounds good. All right, starting... With the easy question, what does Vegemite taste like? Salty. Uh,
1: salty and dense, it tastes like. Please don't spread it on thick. Don't just sp- go super light, super, super light spread.
0: <laughs> Where do you get your bows from?
1: Oh, literally everywhere. This one was off eBay, and I think it was like from a Kiki's delivery service cosplay that I did like a thousand oh, years ago. <laughs> love that movie. What's your favorite country? Oh, gosh, that's tough. Um, Japan. It's great. I love it.
0: Where is Australia hiding old New Zealand?
1: I'll never tell. <laughs> Do you even like kangaroos? They're pretty dope. Yeah, they're great. They like pats and stuff. Um, the big ones are kind of scary, but they're great.
0: What's your favorite drink?
1: Uh, um, soda water. <laughs> Does your partner play Pokemon? Uh, finally, kind of, again. Yes.
0: If you could be any Pokemon, what would you be?
1: Maybe Togepi. Everyone just loves me unconditionally. <laughs> How do you feel about Kiwis, birds, people, and fruit? Uh, birds, cute and flightless, people, lovely and have great accents, and the
0: fruit, delicious. Did you ever play Ingress?
1: Uh, yes, I dabbled.
0: How did that go? We, we can we can expand this one, I'm just curious, super
1: curious. <laughs> I got super bored because I didn't have people to play with. I had I knew a few people who did, but we just didn't see each other much outside of, like, work stuff. So I feel really guilty for having, like, the veteran's badge in Ingress, for it's like, you're five years of service, and I'm like, whoopsies. <laughs> 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 um, I just had an account for that long but um, I got back into it when it was like hey that's how you can submit portals but it was just taking me 30 years to level up so I stopped again what do you put on toast Vegemite so okay here's the ratio 70% butter 30% Vegemite light scraping on your toast it's good Interesting.
0: what's your third favorite dinosaur
1: uh, okay we've got like um Tylosaurus is number one we uh, Ankylosaurus is in there like, number two maybe I'm gonna go with like oh no Velociraptor there
2: Probably third favorite, Ankylosaurus. You're stranded on an island. What's the first thing that you see? The island. (laughs) Fabulous. (laughs) Great answer. That
0: was the answer. (laughs) 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 All right. Are parachute spiders a real threat? What is a parachute spider? there's this there's this city in oh, australia uh what's oh my gosh i had the article up earlier but like a, a number of years ago they there's like these parachute spiders they oh make parachutes of webs and they're like floated <laughs> down they covered everything with webs oh my that's I, adorable I, I, I don't know i don't know apparently they're not a real threat oh my but, god but... these photos adorable of them are adorable
1: also. how cute i had a spider on me today at a raid they're fine just yeah they're fine what are the names of your cats Cinnamon and Will. Will's the big stupid one and Cinnamon's the little concerned looking one.
0: (laughs) What's, what's something you don't use every day that you could not live without?
1: Oh gosh. Um, oh my God. I don't know. What do not I use every day? Probably, probably bows. Bows. Yeah, there we go. Bows. I don't wear them every single day, but I need them.
2: So you've invented escalators. Sell me on them. You want to go magically up and down, like super smooth, like stairs, walking,
1: using your legs and your muscles and your hamstrings to (laughs) forcibly incline and decline every single day to get to the second floor. (laughs) Third floor? Nah, forget about it. Escalators. (laughs) The magic of travel.
0: Confirmed as though we used to sell escalators in a previous life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's your least favorite food?
1: uh honestly i'll eat literally anything like genuinely i'll try anything once but
2: uh dairy has become my enemy in the last few years so that sucks oh uh, yeah. okay so you can only have one of these three things post-its pop tarts or pokemon pokemon we don't
1: have pop tarts in australia
2: so i can skip that
0: oh there you go <laughs> oh, you can you yeah. can find That's them some, yeah some of them have dairy too so that was an easy one mm. yeah. <laughs> uh, have you ever microwaved water for coffee or tea
1: oh i'm not a monster so no <laughs> definitely not
0: <laughs> yeah that was oh. definitely plucked from the, oh. the depths of twitter oh. Yeah,
1: i <laughs> <laughs> blew my mind when i found that
2: out i was like what do you mean you don't have a kettle what do you mean yeah. you might what <laughs> what that's how i feel about it so pick a number between one and seven thousand three
0: if you were in toy story which toy would you be
2: rex pizza toppings um. Okay, I'm going to construct
1: you the like the greatest pizza. So we got mm-hmm. the base, the tomatoey goodness down the bottom. We got the cheese. Does it have Ignore the dairy. It? We, no. <laughs> uh, you want to have <laughs> onion, avocado, uh, olives, mushroom if you're feeling spicy. Green capsicum is also great. And then ham and salami. Mm. Get amongst it. Oh.
0: Wow. Okay. I'm going to go back and listen to this and write that all down and try to mm-hmm. order
1: that. I'll send you the <laughs> recipe. <Yeah. laughs>
0: no, all right. Sounds good to me. Similar vein. Is a hot dog a sandwich?
1: No, hot dog's a hot dog, isn't it? Um, I don't know. You guys call chicken burgers mm, sandwiches mm. too, so I'm confused. Chicken, chicken burgers?
0: burgers? It's, I mean, you mean chicken sandwiches? You mean chicken burgers? Chi- <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I, kinda, I, I really dig chicken burgers because that definitely like clears a lot of things up for me in my yeah. head. You know people,
1: like, people from the States say chicken sandwich. I'm like, yeah, cool, like two pieces of bread with like sliced chicken. And they're like, no, they show me a picture of a chicken burger. I'm like, that's a, that's a chicken burger, mate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's a burger bun awesome. with chicken. <laughs> yeah. What is the current or most recent song that's been stuck in
1: your head? Oh, gosh. Juice by Lizzo. Also, shameless self-plug, my partner Alan Kinder just dropped his first like original track, so that one's pretty good, too.
0: Oh All right. Ooh. Well, we'll do that with plugs at the end. How about that?
1: Hell yeah! All
0: right, and then lastly, give us your best Australian slang.
1: This is a clean or like, channel. What is your? I'm joking, what is, okay. oh, <laughs>
0: I, I was like, I was, we were writing that question. wrote that question. I was like, oh, man, no. I don't know. Um, I think
1: one uh, I want to bring back is like "g'day, Cobber. because no one says it anymore, and it's just like old outback dudes kind of like <laughs> co- Cobber. It's like kind of like old mate, like guy. And it, I think it confuses travelers, like the tourists as well, because they're like, oh, I don't know what any of that meant. So I'd like to bring that back. <laughs>
2: Am I offended? No, no, it's, okay it's fine. It's, it's, it's friendly. It's very friendly. It's I feel like offensive. that's awesome. half of Australian slang, though. We're like, is this offensive?
0: Yeah, we're not sure.
2: Am I okay with this? Yeah. Should I be offended? Is this a, <laughs> is this a swear word? And you're like, no, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just like you're reading out an Australian suburb, and you're like, I'm pretty sure it's a swear Nah, no, it's all yeah.
0: good.
1: <laughs> it's just Toowoomba. It's not a swear word. It's all good. Shout out to Toowoomba. <laughs> uh,
0: was there any, like, American slang that threw you for a loop when you when you came here for the first time?
1: Oh, so many just, like, bits and pieces. Like, just regular words. So I suppose they're slang as well, but, like, cooler. I'm like, what's the cooler? Cooler. cooler. <laughs> yeah, the Esky. Get some drinks out of the Esky. Uh-huh. Cooler. Uh-huh. Um, just little things like that it's like I'll even if we're like you know chatting with the other YouTubers and stuff they'll be like oh yeah and then blah 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 and I'm like I'll just stare like vacant and I'm like what the (laughs) just little things (laughs) which you can kind of put together contextually but um Mm -hmm. for sure I know there was one that was major but I can't remember it now off the top of my head probably a lot of food stuff definitely
0: a lot of food things chicken burgers
1: yeah chicken burgers yeah
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean one of your most recent videos you experienced your first Super Bowl too so I'm sure that was like yeah that was cool. <laughs> Quite was the experience. experience. Yeah, It was I all bet. right. It
1: was similar, I suppose, to like regular Australian football footy parties. Everyone gets super patriotic about the anthem and the flag, which is cool uh and then what else there's a lot of beer i don't i don't drink much mm-hmm. beer
0: right uh and right.
1: then the ads i was expecting more more spicy ads because that's what i know a lot about the super bowl is like super bowl ads they weren't great this year they weren't great. it was something else this year of interesting for sure. ones but um wanted some spicy ads
0: <laughs> well we're sorry to disappoint Zoe. it's okay
1: we can't do much better in <laughs> australia either <laughs>
0: fine <laughs> all right well that's that's all we had for lightning round questions here thanks for nice. participating <laughs> that's You're so good the best sport you really are
1: I'm going to have to go Google parachute spiders now. This is fascinating.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll find the article and I'll send you a link. Legend. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Why don't you go ahead and plug all the things you want to plug?
1: Recycling is great. No, um, I'm going to plug uh, <laughs> my channel, uh, Zoe Two Dots on YouTube. Pretty much the same for all social media because I jumped on that early and just kind of stole all the usernames. So yeah. Instagram, Zoe Two Dots, Twitter, Perfect. underscore Zoe Two Dots. I mean, I mentioned it before. Shameless plug. Alan's song just dropped today. It's called Within the Hour and it is available on Spotify and iTunes. It's pretty ooh, good. Like it actually sounds really ooh. good. Good job. Honey. <laughs> um <laughs> And yeah, just keep being a good egg, everyone. Be good to humanity and ev- all your friends <laughs> and strangers too. Why not? While we're there, just be good.
0: Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for for coming on and hanging out with us and just, you know, putting up with our endless fascination with Australian culture. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, thank you for having me on and letting me ramble. I love talking about Australia too. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Come visit. <laughs>
0: 100%. Yeah. I mean, Ness is going to I later on visiting. this yes. year. So she'll, she'll be in the go. neighborhood. Yeah,
1: Let's do it. Let's do some raids. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. Uh, we'll have to do this again sometime. Love hanging out with you.
1: Definitely. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it.
0: We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. You're okay. you're bye. Welcome. bye